So, the government in Nepal in 2020 made yoga compulsory for school children. And in as much as it might seem irrelevant for you, when you kind of think about it, it's a very justified way to actually sleep in class. No, because when you actually think about it, if you wanted to black out during class, all you'd have to do is just put yourself in that yoga seating position, close your eyes, black out. When the teacher wakes you up, you know, you look at them and you make sure you use that Indian accent and you're like, what is wrong with you? I am busy doing my yoga homework over here. I am preparing for the next class, yes, yes. And just like that, if everyone was actually thinking like me, I think yoga would have been allowed for children, but it would have been banned after like a week because I'd be using that excuse for every single class I did not want to stay awake on. But then again, we are in Kenya, we have a podcast to do, and we need to start it off. So in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who might have taken yoga seriously if he was in primary school and it was allowed by the government. He is a man whose favorite form of cardio has moved to jumping to conclusions. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you could repeat it after me. But if you don't know the drill, then I'm going to say it for you. And the drill is pretty simple. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. If you're sending it to me on Twitter, then you send it to the DMs of at D, which is my own personal Twitter handle. On Facebook, you can send it to the Breaktime on Westside Facebook page. And on IG, you can send it to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside. And I will handle your tweet accordingly. Now, unfortunately, in as much as the year just begun, we are at the end of this season of Tweet Street. This is season three. We've been going for a full hot run, 35 episodes, and this is the 36th and we shall be going on a break now the break will be about two weeks but don't worry we've already started prepping some shit for you or at least i have so even though i will be on break there will still be something for you to listen to and for those of you all that are wondering when the regular podcast episodes will be coming back that will be the 26th of this month when battle of the sexes season 6 comes through and it will be on the 29th of this same month as well when tweet street shall come back for another season So as far as notification goes, I figured I might as well tell you that before the season ends, just so that you know when everything is going to happen. Uh, Now, we do need to move it on to the tweets, but before we get into the tweets, I do need to kind of discuss something for a little bit. So I was on IG yesterday and I happened to go through somebody's story and I saw this very interesting poll, which had a very interesting question attached to it. Now, the question was, is there anything wrong with stealing a good woman from a careless man? And the funniest part is, the final results of the poll were that it was a no, so there is nothing wrong with stealing a good woman from a careless man. And I do have to come out and say that people weren't thinking through this very well. Yes, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it from the surface, but think about it a little bit deeply. If you can manage to steal a good woman from a careless man, then that woman probably belongs to the streets now. And the question is, if she belongs to the streets, is she still a good woman? You should probably start asking yourself that question right about now. Because think about it like this. Women are people, not objects. So normally we wouldn't steal, we'd kidnap. But let's just let's just take it from the language that's been used. Uh, you steal a good woman from a careless man. Firstly, 
If that babe isn't choosing to leave on her own, and if you manage to steal her, that means that not only did she leave this man while the relationship was still going on, it means that there's a chance that she may have cheated, which means that there is a pretty good chance that this babe fully belongs to the streets. And the minute she belongs to the streets, the whole idea of whether she's a good woman starts to go down a little bit. And now once she's out of there and she's in the streets, the question is, who says that you stealing her will be something that she wanted to do because she wants to be with you or she wants to be with the streets? Because the thing is, you might have gotten her back into the streets, but it doesn't mean that she got back into the streets just to be with you again. Then she ends up leaving the streets. That's not how it always works. Sometimes you're the person that gets them out of the relationship, but they end up moving on with other people or they end up belonging to the streets in them. So the way I see it, there is something wrong with stealing a good woman from a careless man. If that woman can't get out of that relationship herself, then she clearly used you as a cheating tool. And if she used you as a cheating tool, it means that she cheated. And if she cheated, that means that she belongs to the streets. And if she belongs to the streets, then the whole idea of her being a good woman starts to seem a little bit shaky here. But anyways, I want to know how that kind of goes down. If you feel a little bit differently, be sure to hit me up on the DMs. On Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at Bagaka the D. And, you know, we can we can hash it out over there. But the way I see, Shorty belongs to the streets. Now, we do need to move it on to our first tweet. So, on to our first tweet. Twitter gives people a false sense of importance. Some of you lack the social skills to interact with people outside of Twitter and that's why you'll meet a big wig and they'll expect you to be all over them and by the way, they never look up from their phones. Interestingly enough, this is true. I think a lot of people do like to feel as though when they're online famous, when they're internet famous, that you know you should be hovering over them. There's this whole feeling of, you know what, I'm an influential person, quote unquote, I'm a social media influencer, quote unquote, so I'm technically a celebrity, which yes, in a certain sense you are, you could be a celebrity, you could be online famous, but it doesn't necessarily make you the best vibe to be around. A lot of the people who are celebrities who are famous, they tend to be fairly boring people in real life. And you'll find that they're really good for the burst of time that they're either online or for the small periods of time that they're tweeting and all. And that is where the difference kind of comes in. Because in as much as yes, you can say that some of these so-called bigwigs and so-called internet celebrities are, you know, boring and shit, you kind of have to think about it from the other side of the coin. Look at it from their end. People expect them to sound the same, to act the same, to have the same exact vibe that they have online as they do in real life. People will expect the vlogger, the podcaster, the YouTuber, the influencer on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to be this lively and energetic kind of person that's a vibe and all. And the truth of the matter is these are people, they have moods and they have days when they're really good and they have days when they're really bad. Yes, what they have as content, what they give you in terms of content could be really, really good and it can make you feel like these are the kind of people that have that kind of vibe. But you look at it deep down and you realize that these are just people like each and every one of us. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be like that all of the time. They have their down times. They have their times when they're not really interested in talking to anyone. And some of these guys are really, really shy in real life in a social setting. So you'll find that they're not the type to talk as much. So 
to be honest in as much as you can say oh big wigs this false sense of importance that the truth of the matter is they can have a so-called false sense of importance because they dominate in one particular area in real life in a social setting they might not be able to dominate and they expect their achievements to speak for them but it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to speak for them all the time or that they will always be that way all the time so always be ready for a disappointment in terms of the vibe you expect a certain person to have and you know just expect them to be a fairly quiet person that you know doesn't talk a lot and is probably a little bit antisocial and remember that in as much as they might be famous in as much as they might be influential what makes them that way is their work and not themselves as a person so that being said I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation. Delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. On to the next tweet. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make. They are the true definition of a gentleman. I celebrate you this year. Nope, I am not going to allow this one to go through, mostly because of that second bit with a child, but let me just kind of break it down in its sense because it's 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 a bit of a two-parter, three-parter, and here's how I look at it. There is no special reason for you to respect a man who can heal a heart he didn't break. Because even though he's gone through the mud in terms of bringing that babe back from a very dark place, firstly, that's not even his duty. That's not his place to do that. That's a personal journey. That's something that you need to do on your own personal self. Even therapists don't help you heal. They help put you in a position where you can heal on your own. And the thing about it is, people like to make it look like, oh, he helped me heal and it's such a good thing and we need more men like that. No, we don't. We don't need such men like that. If you realize that she's a toxic person, she's a damaged person, let her heal herself. Stop taking yourself through senseless pain and numerous heartbreaks from a damaged person simply because you're trying to be Prince Charming and help them heal. At what point was that even your duty? And the worst part about it is, it's not like you're even gonna get paid for it. A psychologist, a counselor, a psychiatrist, those ones will get paid. Your typical therapist will actually get paid for the work that they do. You're not getting paid. Maybe you might get pussy here and there. Maybe. Or maybe you know you play against the home team and you're expecting dick. Maybe you'll get dick or maybe you'll get ass. That's entirely up to you. But at what point is that sufficient payment? At what point is that some level of payment? Because you'll find that people will go damage other people while they're supposedly trying to heal, quote-unquote, and then they move on, they drop this person, they go to someone else, and then the only time that they'll be talking about you and what you did for them is when they're busy reminiscing with their girls, and then they're like, you know what, he was a sweet person, he was an amazing person, we didn't manage to work out, but he helped me heal. And think about it like this, and as much as yes, they're talking about you in a good way, let me ask you this question. Even though they're talking about you, If you didn't manage to get her, if you didn't manage to get the person that you wanted, even after they managed to heal, at what point does that make you feel better? Haven't you just been used at that point? Haven't you just expended yourself for no special reason? Because either way, she was going to heal. And if she wasn't going to heal, then she wouldn't have healed and you'd have still been hurt either way. So 
you look at it and you kind of think about it this is someone who should have taken a personal journey on her own but you decided to put yourself there in the name of helping her heal and then you're just gonna go ahead be treated like absolute shit this person heals starts glowing because she's a much happier person now more potential dudes come through and then all of a sudden she's gonna end up being scooped by someone else and just like that you've already lost the babe yes you can go and complain and be like after everything that i've gone through with you i helped you heal now they're gonna bring up that question of does that mean that you're entitled to me and then obviously because you're the guy in this situation you have to say no otherwise you're gonna end up looking like an asshole a douchebag and you're gonna look uh what's the name of this term that people like to use in 2020 which is entitled people are gonna start calling you entitled for that now not unless if she decides that after healing that she's gonna be with you in a sense yes you will have gained but you're gonna have to start questioning yourself in the sense that is she with you because you helped her out and this is her way of i don't know pity dating of or pity being with you or is this something that she genuinely wanted to do because she saw that you're a very beautiful soul and she wants to be with you because either way it doesn't look good either way it looks like the pity fuck version of getting into a relationship with a partner that you've always wanted and let me be honest i don't think there's anyone that actually likes a pity fuck them shits is not good at all now moving it on obviously raising a child that he didn't make is something that i think shouldn't be given too much respect though because in a sense you're still taking responsibility for someone else's mistakes and yes i get it a child is a blessing and not a mistake blah 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 but in as much as people are gonna continue telling you that are they going to help you handle that child's bills are they going to help you when you're trying to make sure that that kid turns into a man with your parenting skills in as much as they are not from your seed because there'll be the same ones that will come back and start calling you all sorts of names if the kid doesn't turn out well and say that you are a bad father but then again they expect you to take up the workload even though that isn't your biological child so in a sense what i will say is i don't necessarily respect you anymore if you choose to father a child that isn't yours but what i will give you respect for is if and when you treat that child like your own even when you have your own from your seed you don't give any priority treatment when you treat them all the same and you give them the same equal amount of love and care and protection and all of that if you do all of that then you will have a special level of respect from me that is guaranteed although that being said before i kind of end off the tweet and move on to the next one i do need to just say something a little bit here in as much as we might want to come out and talk about how we're not going for a babe that already has a kid we're not ready to settle down with somebody who has a kid blah 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 we don't want the single parent and all of that we need to accept an inevitable truth there is a growing possibility and probability that you will end up being a parent to someone else's child and i'm not saying this so that i can make people suddenly decide to get married right now to all the single people that they know that don't have kids no i'm not telling you to do that i'm just saying that each and every day we are seeing more and more people get into relationships have a kid and then they break it off and there's a lot of great people out there who had a kid who have a kid with the wrong person with a person that they probably shouldn't have been with and 
in as much as we would like to continue judging them for this mistake that's going to haunt them for the rest of their lives, much as we can call them a blessing, this whole thing of treating them or talking to them like crap because they made a mistake that's affected them for years to come, I think needs to stop because when you look at the current family setups that a lot of us have been brought up in, that a lot of us are living in, it's not that great. And the lack of a balanced view on things, the lack of a proper family system, you know, the traditional family setup that's been there for a while has led to more individualistic thinking, which has led to even more unbalanced family setups, which has made society worse and worse and even more worse off. So in a sense, we should start being more accepting of them for who they are and not necessarily the mistakes that they made. Yes, the kids can be a handful, if not a little bit more, but then again, if it's a price you're willing to pay for the happiness that the both of you could have, then I think it could be an option. But either way, I think we should stop giving them so much flack and just accept that it's already happened so that you can move on and we can possibly work on better ways of avoiding this shit from happening time and time again as a society. Either way, it's entirely up to you. But we need to move it on to our final tweet of today. So on to the next tweet. People actually get upset when they find out their exes are taking their new significant others to places they used to take you. This I think is justified but only for one small situation. If your ex was supposed to have taken you there, if you had asked your ex to take you there, if you guys had made plans to be taken there, then I can get why you'd get pissed off. Cause it's like they're taking off of your plans, off of your dreams and desires and they're using it on someone else. And in a sense, it kind of feels a bit, you know, backstabby in a sense when someone chooses to do that, especially if they could, but they didn't. But I can say that that's the one situation where I can say, you know what, it's fine. Get pissed off at your ex. But if it's something that you guys used to do and your ex does that, why does that bother you though? Like you already got done with the relationship, just move the hell on. And yes, I get it. For some of y'all, it's it's a little easier said than done and it's probably gonna take time and it's perfectly okay. And it would make sense why you'd get pissed off because it's taking away from something intimate that you used to have between the both of you and your ex is utilizing it on someone else. And there's a way that that can kind of cut deep because it's like, they should have done that with you. They could have done that with you and it should have remained intimate between the both of you. But then again, you know, you kind of think about it. A lot of things are free under the sun. And if it's a restaurant that you guys used to go to, it's a business like any other. Uh, if it's fun activities that you guys used to do together, they can be done with other people. And what you have uniquely between the both of you are just the moments. The establishment, the activities, they don't necessarily have to hurt you if you know that yes, you had your moments with them, but you know what, you're done, you're moving on. And in as much as it might seem laughable that you would do that, it might seem laughable that you would feel that way, that you might get angry. In as much as a lot of us single people and a lot of people in relationships are like, oh, you should forget about them. I think it's perfectly healthy and normal to feel such a way. I think in a sense that just means that there's quite a bit that you had in that relationship and you losing that relationship, you breaking off from it, you know, still left some level of residue from the relationship itself. And you do kind of have to pick it up and move it on and sort of move on to being a much better person and much better human being. 
and in a sense you know you kind of have to break away from it not necessarily all at once but you know piece by piece start unraveling from some of those feelings eventually over time if you manage to heal from whatever it is that you went through if you manage to move on from the relationship you should see the place where you guys used to go some of the stuff that your ex is doing that you guys used to do and probably just either reminisce on the good times worst case scenario or best case scenario just look at it and not really give much of a damn because at the end of the day you left each other and you know why exactly you guys left each other and why you guys weren't good for each other and you're probably moving on to something that's a lot better for you and for whoever it is that you choose to move on with next so in a sense in as much as i would like to laugh at the people that are going through such a thing or tell them you know forget about it just move the hell on it's perfectly normal happens to everyone it's perfectly normal for you to feel that way towards an ex and you know that being said maybe i'm wrong and maybe you know you can just move the hell on and stop thinking about that shit and stop letting it get to you but either way i want to know your thoughts on this what do you feel about this is it something that's normal to you is it something that happens from time to time whenever you get out of a relationship or are you the type of person that unhooks from a relationship like you just got out of handcuffs and you move it on like there was no dna that was left and there is nothing from that old relationship that's holding you back i want to know your thoughts on this the dms are open the ig handle to hit us up at is at break time on website on facebook you can hit us up at break time on website as well and on twitter if you want to slide into my personal dms you can hit me up at bagaka the d the b and the d r capital thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you're on Castbox, feel free to leave a comment that and i will attend to it accordingly most of all thank you so much for being a part of this season of tweet street we still have amazing content before tweet street returns on the 29th of jan so make sure you guys stay tuned and i will catch you guys on the next break take care